Heimgartner, I reckon, has got this job done. Congratulations to Andre. Well done for the 25-year-old Kiwi. And an armor all pole today to Andre Heimgartner. It's the one and only D.I. He was competitive here last year. He was right at the front of the field. And for him to do this today, superb. Absolutely superb. The final corner, and it is well, a first-time victory now for Andre Heimgartner. His first supercar win. Awesome. That was so good to watch. Yeah, he's been good enough to join us on a Wednesday night, which, let's face it, he probably doesn't know what day it is uh, with what's been happening in his life. But please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only Andre Heimgartner. Thanks, guys. <laughs> new dad, new daddy, Andre Heimgartner. Congratulations, mate. Young I almost, summer. I almost didn't pick up the phone because she was screaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll give you the strong tip, mate. That won't be the first nor last time that that happens. No, no, no. She's uh, keeping me on my toes. So. That's right. And, uh, and doing all the good things that babies are supposed to be doing. Is she getting any sleep? Are you guys getting any sleep? No, oh, it goes up and down, but she's got colic, which a lot of babies obviously have, so it's a bit of a tough one, but it's like anything, you just got to ride it out and it's all good. But there's worse the, things for sure. <laughs> well, and there's going to be in your future, mate, let me tell you. Mine's going for a licence fairly soon, so that's a freaking nightmare. Let me give you the strength. Yet or what? <laughs> no, no, no boyfriends yet. I, I think I've I think dodged I've, um, yeah, I think I've dodged that for the moment. No yeah. boyfriends, no girlfriends. We're okay. Yeah. Um, I think, which, is the same as, which is the same as Stevie J's daughter, Lacey, because I said to her about five years ago, I said, Lacey, there's a few things that you want to avoid in this life. Racing drivers, <laughs> all other boys, drugs and alcohol. And she went, right, I won't come Then that's what I'll do. Has she brought anyone home yet, Stevie J? Yeah. Oh, she has? Yeah. Good to see she's listening. Yeah, yeah she's listening to yeah. you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andre, congrats on the start of the season, mate, because it's obviously been a super contentious one with Newcastle and now um, uh, Melbourne Grand Prix as well. But you are the guy when it comes to BJR. You are the number one. You've had some pretty strong results in these new buggies. Yeah, it's been all right. It's been up and down, but I think um, it's been less up and down than other people. So it's actually been, yeah, quite interesting. And it's just been enjoyable having some new cars, new challenges. You know, the, the playing field's a bit more level, um, I guess, you know, than it has been in previous years. So, yeah, it's been really good. Hey, mate, you, you made massive gains. I'm just looking at the the uh, results here. You know, obviously you had um, you know, very, very solid top 10, well inside the top 10 finishes at, at Newcastle. Um, AGP, the first couple of qualies and races, seemed like you really struggled. And then you sort of make some changes, hit hit your marks, and uh, all of a sudden you're qualifying well inside the top 10 and, and racing onto the podium. So, I mean, how like that's a pretty big turnaround from, from obviously day one. Is that to, down to different tyres? I mean, what, what's, what's the go there? Um, yeah, well, I was fastest in the last practice and then mm. went into qualifying and just had a few brake dramas and had a big lock up and it sort of knocked my, excuse me, knocked my confidence a bit. Um, and then going into the races, it was a bit of a lottery. Um, yeah. and we decided to start on the hard tire. Um, and it would have worked out really well if it did, a couple of spits didn't come and they declared the race wet. <laughs> and then yeah. you, I, I had the pit and changed four tires and, you know, 80% of the rest of the cars had to pit and only changed two. So, we ended up going, getting screwed over on those two races. Um, um, so that's sort of why we ended up down the back in those two. So our speed wasn't too bad, but we're evolving it over the weekend. And then I knew, obviously, going into Saturday to re-qualify again, um, that I had another, another chance to sort of nail it and um, and refine the setup a bit. And we managed to do that, and, and the results speak for themselves. So it was a good turnaround yeah. from a weekend. It's not, not often you can 
you know, have a real, you know, well, to put it frank, shit um, start of the weekend <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, turn it around to 180 and come second, uh, you know, the next uh, couple of days. So, no, it was a good thing. Mate, I did notice that actually when you jumped out of the car and got interviewed by GT, uh, I did notice you said that, um, you know, your confidence under braking was no good uh, and you only regained that back the latter half of that four-day weekend. I mean, what what sort of uh, – was there something within the car there that, that was – changed? What changed? Yeah, what, was there something in the car there that put you off or was it just literally a, uh, a lock-up that you didn't expect that's, that's put that doubt in the back of your mind? Um, I think just for these cars, it's um, it's very different. Our old cars had a lot of downforce, had a lot of feel, and they were refined over so many years, right? So you, when you're driving it, you could really modulate the brake very easily. You could feel the edge of the, the grip of the tyre very well. So it was very confidence-inspiring in many ways. Whereas this new car, you know, it feels like you've got about 50% of that feel. So, you know, everything's fine while it's going fine, but you overstep the mark, have a big lock-up, and it does something that you you know you're not sort of expecting. There's obviously other factors involved, but it's it's harder to build up to that point because you always feel like you're on the edge and you never 100 percent can feel what's going on. And it's a, it's a lot more difficult um, than our, our previous cars. Just to, um, you know, if you have a bad session uh, with the brakes, you know, because of setup, because of whatever, um, it's hard to sort of come back from that straight away. Um, yeah, because the, the field isn't there. We've got a new pedal box, um, which needs some refining, um, new brakes, obviously, um, new pads, new discs, all sorts of, everything's new. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those things that we need to learn. We, we looked a lot into the brake system, a lot into different things, and I think, yeah, we made some uh, good gains. And by the by the Saturday, obviously, um, I was off in a way. So. so, mate, given that Shane Howard the CEO of Supercars, is now on the record saying that we do absolutely not tell our drivers to not say anything, good, bad or ugly. Uh, <laughs> give us <laughs> give us your thoughts on Gen 3 because there is so much going on, positive, negative. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about it later on. I love the way the cars looked on the weekend when they were racing. Obviously, the stuff that happened with Mozzie and and uh, sorry with Percat and uh, JC wasn't great. But you as a driver who was accustomed to... Nor was get... a six-lap race. Well, we'll talk about that too. <laughs> but, but it's hard being a support category, isn't it, boys? Yeah. Uh, when, uh, uh, wh- what do you think of them? Can you see the development light at the end of the tunnel? Do you think when these things are sorted, they are going to be Mickey Mouse? Or would you prefer to be running around in a Gen 2? Um, well, I think you'd never really compare it to a Gen 2. Um, because, you know, the engines, we had 20, 25, probably more years of development on that engine. So it, it was much more refined than we actually, you know, knew. Um, it, literally everything's changed in this car. There's nowhere near the downforce, which is a obviously a great lap time gainer and a great feel, you know, uh, feel in the car. So, mm-hmm. look, it's it's you're never going to jump in at verse Gen 2 and go, well, this thing's amazing because it's not. Sure. But that's the point, if you know what I mean. So, Correct. You know, you, you can stay, you can sit there and say, you know, look, the engine's unrefined and we are struggling with that, but we're developing the throttle maps. So like everything, that will get better over time. You know, um, how we cr- how we crash these cars and the clips we replace at the moment isn't too ideal, uh, too, isn't like yeah. ideal, but 
again, that's something we need to learn. We need to have these things there ready, um, and no doubt there'll be developments. So the arms bend instead of the clips um, on, on lighter touches and all sorts of stuff like that. So for as far as I go, it's the same tool for everyone. So I, I don't really care too much how it feels. Like, it's not going to feel like a Formula 1 car because it's not. It's got less aero. It's a crate engine, and, you know, we've designed it how we've designed it. So it is what it is, and I just think we can refine all things over time, and um, as long as it's good, equal racing, they look cool, they sound good. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm I'm not on either side, really. I just think it sort of is what it is, and, you know, we definitely could have done a lot worse. We, we should yeah. really apologise to Andre now, because those comments will probably be on Speed Cafe tomorrow with, Heingartner <laughs> slams Gem 3 or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Has Scaife got your number? Has, <laughs> yeah. has Scaife got your, your uh, phone number there? He might, no, ring no, us no. And, he, might, he might ring us and ask for it so he can That's have right. a word I'll get his number in my phone <laughs> and I just don't answer it. It's fine. That's a pretty generous, uh, pretty generous uh, you know, conclusion of it all. <laughs> yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matty, Matty picked it. Matty picked it. Definitely heard worse. You guys are just gaslighters, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Just hit the blowtorch. Oh, that's, that's about one of the better things I've been called over the years. So. I think that's, that's a good thing about our show is that the, the listeners love the fact that we're just no BS. We say it how it is. Totally. We try to give them honest answers rather than, mm. you know, fabricated mm. information. Mm. And um, yeah. we all want the same. We all love. I mean, I'm an ex supercars driver. Mm. You've been in the industry for that, you know, four billion years. Mm. So it's like, it's not like we we don't like it. It's not like we're talking about the greyhounds that <laughs> clearly. No, it's our passion. Uh, on on our uh, mm. used to be advertised as a mm. as a ad on our show. You know mm, what I mean? So yeah. Uh, what did you call them? the dish lickers? The, the dish lickers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not like we don't like it, but uh, you know, yeah, of course we're critical because we want to understand and we want everybody else to understand. What's going on? Yes, and there are concerns. There's always there was concerns about Gen Two when when it went to or when it initially went from, uh, you know the the standard well the standard old school supercar mm. to car of the future. Mm. That was a massive change. Sure. This change is just as big. Sure, there was a lot I mean, of issues. You, you, you look at even things like other other categories like NASCAR. Yeah. The bloody cars were half killing their drivers when they crashed. So. Mm. No, Formula yeah. One, when they went to the hybrid, a car almost couldn't finish the race without blowing up an engine. <laughs> so yeah. it's not it's not unusual. You know, you're never going to have a rollout no. of a new car and everything be Mickey Mouse and, you know, you move on. Um, so, yeah, you've just <laughs> got to be realistic sometimes. Like. But yeah. you know what I think the, the – where, where I think we've gone wrong as an industry and as a sport on this one is that when you sell up a new toy – for doing something on when you write on the tin what it's supposed to do and then you open the tin and it does nothing of what's written on the tin that's where we've set ourselves up for failure here so to say that they were going to be 300 grand when they're nowhere near 300 grand to build that's a cross mm. that that's a failure when they get, when we say outwardly as an industry Andre are oh, they going to be easier to fix well, evidence suggests right now they're not easier to fix. Hey, there's less downforce. Great. Tick. We've ticked that box. They're harder on tyres. Tick that box and they look harder to drive, which is what we as punters want to see you guys as professionals mm. struggle with the car. We don't want you to be driving a tram. That's a big tick as well. But when you say they're going to be three hundred grand, and they're, you know, I'm hearing numbers of triple that mm. and I'm hearing that – JC's accident on the weekend or JC's fire on the weekend was going to be damn near a hundred grand fix and the hit from Newcastle's damn near an 80 grand fix. 
you know, that's not what it said on the tin, folks. Just, just, <laughs> so. put, just, putting, it, just putting it into a more of a context, uh, a context for you, Andre. Like, you've seen a lot of generational changes with your time in the sport. I mean, you started off in a Falcon, then you drove an Altima, which Michael Caruso described as a fridge on wheels. Then you went to <laughs> then you went to the Gen Two Mustang. Then you drove a ZB Commodore. Now you're in the uh, Chevrolet Camaro. Like there's a you've seen well He's pretty seen much you, you've you've ticked all pretty much generations of gone through. <laughs> yeah, I've ticked most of them and and a lot of the previous generation as well um, of the whatever blueprint cars or whatever. So mm. yeah, you've seen a fair bit of stuff. It's been pretty cool. It's always cool when you can jump in a different wagon and all the different aero and stuff back in the day with the Nissans and all stuff. I just didn't tick off the Volvo, um, which would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been cool. And actually, just you, just you saying that, mate, when you get to Perth, it's going to be your 100th round. Yeah, I know. I'm getting old, eh? i got a How kid. good? Rounds, yeah. <laughs> yeah, KG veteran, start, Andre Heimgartner. <laughs> uh, looking up, let's see what super I've got left. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not, and on the weekend, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not slowly seeing a couple of greys creep into that beard, am I, right? Oh. Uh, well, I, I, I used to be blonde as a kid, so I'm just telling people that it's just the blonde oh, coming out. Blonde. <laughs> it, I just used to say my hair's gone chrome, like chrome's cool, right? So that's it. <laughs> but 100, I mean, seriously, though, 100 rounds, that's that's a hell of an achievement, Andre, because there was at one point in time where you fell out of supercar, went off to Porsche and ended up, that was so good for you, ended up coming back. Um, uh, did you Did you think that you would get to 100 rounds? It's a hard question, I guess, but um, um, you know, no. that's a heck of an achievement. Yeah, it, 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 100%. It's something, I guess, you know, you joke about and stuff. But for me, I never I never really thought I'd get to supercars as a kid watching it at Pukakaui. It was, um, a, you know, a fairy tale thing that never I thought was achievable. And we sort of, um, through various opportunities, got the opportunity and then got into supercars. And I thought, holy shit, how good is this? <laughs> and then obviously it ended uh, pretty pretty quickly. And um, But I was still very grateful because I never thought, you know, I'd be able to do something like Greg Murphy, who was my hero when I was a kid, like be able to say a race at the Bathurst 1000, all that sort of stuff. I've ticked off some pretty, pretty cool stuff. And sometimes you have to stand back and, you know, sometimes you can get too involved in this, in the sport. And we've all been there where you start getting negative, you start, you know, blah, 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 um, being a bit down about it. But, um, you know, the fact of being able to be in the sport now for seven or eight years or however long it's been, mm-hmm. looks like I'll definitely get to 10, 12, you know, whatever you get to. Um, it's pretty bloody awesome. I think there's there's millions of people that wish that they could have a career like mine. So, yeah, sometimes I guess you got to stop and smell the roses, which is pretty cool. Agreed, mate. And you were P P8 in last year's championship. I think you're P... He's P4 now. P4 now. P4 yeah. now. Um, what's the goal for this year, given that it's a bit of an uncertain time ahead of what these cars will do and what, what, what we're capable of? But what's the what's the goal for this year? Uh, well, I think because it's so uncertain, you can't necessarily have a goal um, as far as the end result. We're just trying to maximise what we have. I think our engineering group, our team, is working really well, especially last weekend. Bryce got some good results and was Didn't sort of really it? contributing mm. very well. So, mm. look, it, it, you know, we could you know finish in the top five quite easily, but we're obviously going to have to refine our in-house stuff a lot. I'm going to have to obviously, you know, refine what I'm doing and that's more of the goals we're setting is internally and then the results will take care of themselves. But look, um, I think any improvement on last year um, would be, you know, a good result. This category is so hard. and Obviously, new, new cars, they're more even than we've probably seen. 
for a little while. Yeah, um, yeah it's so, good. Yeah, it uh, even means more when you you know you can be up the front. Hey, mate, not that we want to just finish glossing over supercars, but I want to <laughs> just ask you, uh, you went to Malaysia last month. Um, you were in the, uh, the, the was it the Sepang? Sepang uh, 12-hour and P2 in the, in, in the GD3M class. So seventh overall, which was pretty cool with, with uh, Andrew McPherson and Will Porter. But um, we've seen guys like SVG, um, Chaz, Cam Waters and others, you know, doing, I guess, racing outside of, uh, of supercars quite regularly. And, um, you know, I think it's becoming a bit more of a trend. Is that something that you're keen to do as well? Because I think we did speak to Brody and a few guys, uh, Brody last week, and uh, obviously Brody went good on the weekend. And generally well, when people come on our show, yes, mate. they go well the next <laughs> yes, round. they do. So I thought about that during <laughs> the week. I thought about that. But, people ring um, me every week then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, mate, um, is that something that you are looking at doing more of? Because... Really, I mean, the, the, the supercars program is, is slightly shorter this year with only 12 rounds um, to be able to just keep in the seat and keep driving. Obviously, a new father as well, so you're going to have to balance up what you do. But <laughs> pretty cool thing to go and do, a GT3 race at Sepang in Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. It's always a balance. Though. So I, I normally try and do a fair bit. I did sports sedan series for a couple of years with the Aston Martin. I try and do sort of seven, eight or nine extra rounds a year in, in anything really. Um, some go-karting stuff. Um, so try, I try and do as much as practically possible, but at the same time, um, you know, I have uh, certain procedures with the rate, you know, supercar stuff and um, being away, like even going to Malaysia the other week was pretty uh, taxing on the body, just the flights and yep. time difference and the food, even, you know, the bacteria that's in the food over there versus over here. It's a completely different thing for your body to get used to. Then you come back here and then you go on a, the next round two days later and, you know, everything's up yeah. to shit. So sometimes it's a fine balance. But I think, yeah, I, I did Speedway for a year, midgets, and that was bloody awesome. But mm-hmm. um, I'd love to do that again in New Zealand, but uh, it's probably a little bit dangerous uh, in, in some respects, and you'd probably have to do the sprint cars so you have a bit of winds to crash on. So. <laughs> Mate, when, but, it comes, um, yeah. when it comes to food, Stevie J and I will attest that McDonald's is pretty well the same all around the world. <laughs> so <laughs> when you're concerned, straight to, straight to Mac's. Straight for a Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, straight to Mac. You'll be right. You'll be all good. Oh, well, if you take the, the bun off the Big Mac, it's full keto. <laughs> <laughs> Just let you know. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that, big boy. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> hey, Andre, you've been very generous with your time, mate. We know that uh, you've got a lot on your hands uh, outside of the racetrack, so uh, a Big, big congratulations for the results on the weekend. You're doing absolutely mega. And uh, it, it really seems like, you know, because there was a lot of people that were questioning, like, what the, what is Andre doing going to Albury after leaving Grove? And considering the fact where you are in the championship and how fast you're making that car going uh, and that being the spearhead for BJR seems to do very well for you. So I uh, hope it continues and uh, good luck at Perth and I hope it's a great milestone for you. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Hopefully, I get that. Can you send that good luck to me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, we'll do yeah, it. Absolutely. Sure you don't forget. <laughs> <I copy. laughs> no worries. Thanks a lot, Andre. See you, Thanks.